love and peace, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sitting here, uh, once again, thinking while riding. Just, just, just riding in, heading to my destination. And some, some thoughts, thoughts circulate in my head. You know, there's a couple of things that, that happen, that transpire, that, that, that go, that take us. And I'm, I'm sitting here wondering because in the process of getting ready to put my book to publish, working with this novel and with the writer, and I realized regardless of everything that I think I know, it means absolutely nothing if I can't download it or, 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 or put it into something, a tablet, paper, stone, a jewel, a mind. Ultimately, it leaves us with the, the, the notion of, of wanting. But in, the, in the, the actual moment, the now, makes us think, like, how much do I really know? How much do I think I know? Because if I knew, I would be able to easily, easily give it to someone who doesn't know. Consider that. The thing that you think you know. How easy would it be for you to explain to someone who has never, ever done it, been it, seen it, saw it, experienced it, or even imagined it? How do you explain red to someone who's never had sight? How do you describe music to someone who's never heard anything, including their own voice? This makes you wonder, right? This makes you wonder. Hello. Welcome. Enjoy. Love and peace. So in understanding from another angle, the totality of things, that sacred unity of the yin, the yang, the light, the dark, the positive, the negative, the push, the pull, the is, the void, the father, mother, the mother and the father, Eve, then Adam, Adam, then Eve. On both sides, we are it. In some instances, we think that we are the sperm. While this is true, don't forget you are also the egg. So you are waiting on yourself while going to meet yourself. 
It's a beautiful thing. And in this introspective, introspection, this layering of how and why. One of the great yogis wrote that even then in the, the, the moment of the enlightenment whether when all things uh, uh, come to be, we must still even dissolve the idea of the two things that are becoming one. Because ultimately, the reality is there were never two things. Only two perceptions made by our mind, which in reality still isn't what it is because there's only one thought per moment, per instance. Two things cannot occupy the same thing in the same space at said same time. Those are the laws that govern this universe. Now, somewhere along the lines, there may be a place where this is not so. So be it. But we have to be real and understand that these are the laws that we are dealing with. And they're not meant to be broken, but to be transmuted. Change into what? We need what we want, what we hold, what is dear. All things. What are you saying? All things work for the good of those that love the Lord. You think that's about going to a church house or even paying a tithe? The Lord they're speaking of is the law. And one who loves the law or loves the Lord has it in their heart. Held uprightly. Spoken to often. Communed with regularly. Distinguished because they love a thing you love, you get to know. A thing you love, you speak to. Simply say hello. Not just, hey, can I get? Ultimately, there are times when we are put in a position where we do, we must be real, and we shall ask for things. But remember, these things do what the Gentiles seek. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, which is within you. And all these things will be added unto you. Do it now, while we're sitting here in hell. 
not wanting to realize it. the king of this world was the, the, the cat, the guy that we call the archetype of the, the adversary, Lucifer, Satan, Yeshua, whatever you want to call it. Okay? It's the eternal argument. Everybody talks about causing a different name. It's the same thing. It cannot be created or destroyed, only changed. Even your secular science says this. So does the spiritual science. They are wonderful, beautiful, they are you. And they say the same. So go forth knowing there is nothing that is keeping you from the Most High, that which you adhere to. Not even some ritual or ideal or 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 a rule, a covenant, nothing separates you from that. The law shall be with you always. <laughs> Says I'm not a man that I should lie. So it's always with you. Because it's always in you. know what kind of real superhero you are. You're carrying heaven within your chest. Love and peace. What's up, y'all? Just sitting here. Uh, sitting down here in it. <clears throat> and hanging with Sensei. What up, what up, what up? We're, just, we're talking about everything and nothing, you know. Uh... Something interesting that came up earlier today, though, uh, was uh, was he talking about the art? Oh, the Nazarite! Oh, the heavy, heavy vow of the Nazarite, which is one of those very interesting things that um, a lot of people don't understand. They don't uh, dive into. We don't research. We don't search, let alone research. You know. Um, when we take on these things, you know, such as the locks, the jata, the dread, you know, uh, that thing which is a uh, precious root and antenna into the world, you know, it draws people in, you know. No matter where you are, everybody that's had locks <laughs> knows this. You, you end up somewhere, somebody's asking you a question, they super deep staring. They're intrigued, there's children, adults, it don't matter, whoever, everybody. Somebody wants to know what's up, <laughs> you know. And that's one of those things that we, uh, we, uh, we don't talk about. And that's hard because how can we not talk about our hair? How do you not, a lot of us though, because a lot of us don't know about it. They don't understand the path that goes with it. You know, you got peace, love, and our persecution. And our work and our struggle. We don't get it. 
it makes you different. It sets you aside. Every person that, that we know about uh, from the Bible that, that had locks ended up being looked upon uh, very envious through an envious eye, you know, early on through their entire life, even through the end, some of their downfall. The misnomer with Samson was that his power was even in his hair. Your power is never in anything. That greater strength came from him. That came out of his birthright. That was something that was in him before he had the life. He was already the Nazarite. And what happened was his life showed you that. The stuff that he did, the way he was protected, the way he was looked upon. He had the wrong mindset. He ended up thinking his strength came from that, when that, that strength was actually within himself. It never comes from a thing or a title. You gain a title because of said strength. You could be the best in the world at anything, but it means nothing if you don't compete. And you win. Improve. Who you say you are. You know? It's one of those those times where we are uh, uh, <laughs> so used to just the status of it, so used to just the 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 image of what's shown and what this thing is supposed to be. Now we mess around and. We ourselves are then messed up. Because it's not about the image. In fact, this total thing is about letting go of vanity from one particular spiritual perspective. You know? You know, I think it's the Nazarite or Nazarene is a is a river in India. These people that, you know, were taught and brought over the idea of baptism and this notion of being set aside and being Christ like, being Christos. You know, from the Far East. Even further than the ones who told you that the Christ was gonna even be born. They traveled from even further than that to ultimately give the information for the one of the greatest spiritual systems that changed the whole new world. It was never what was in the book. It was what he taught. That's that's us, you know, that's how we navigate it though. That's what we do, you know. We embody that. You know. Right. I feel like you embody it over time is speak up. I feel like <coughs> it's uh it's not something you even have to chase. Hmm. You know, you fall in the understanding at as you go along the way. Some people wake up, I think 
later. Some people, you know, you know how it is. Everybody yeah. has their has their path. True story. But I feel like you know certain things will start leading you into something. We were talking about the vow of the Nazarite, and um, it says that they're not supposed to eat of dead things, so they go vegetarian. Now, um, when I started going vegetarian, I like put this together today as we were talking. Um, I just started growing my locks. You know, I just stopped eating beef. I was only eating chicken. As my locks got longer, things just happened. And I just naturally uh, transformed into having my locks being a vegetarian. It wasn't nothing that I was chasing. I just did it that way. And it just happened naturally over that way. So I just feel like, you know, you naturally fall into these states of being as you go. It's not something you have to chase. You learn that you transform and you're always in a state of transformation correct and um in, in buddhism they talk about it um as part of the practice you know you, as your diet changes as you know as your vibration raises you know you you feel less of a desire to consume something that has been harmed or stressed because you don't want to embody that because you there, 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 there comes a point, and I've, and I've had this with meditation, when I was vegetarian, like straight up, where you, you bite into a piece of fruit, and you taste the sunshine that hit the leaves that was on the tree, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that grew that thing. Yeah. You know, never, that seems crazy to someone who has never done it, who's never thought of it, who, who doesn't even see it as being possible. I get it. Because before I did it, I didn't know it was there. But I remember one day biting to a pineapple and feeling the light enter me. Not just this amazing fruit. There, there was something else behind yeah. it. And I, I know that was just based on my reception with something pure. You know, something else that, I, that I've like noticed, you know, like the way things taste ever since I've been vegetarian. Um, the other, like a few weeks back, I went to a Whole Food, Whole Food Market. Mm -hmm. No, in Lexington, and just the vibe in there is different. And you know, there's people in there that talk to you about how the stuff is raised and and all that. And it looks like it's like shining in there, like yeah. you know, fruit and stuff in there. And the food out of there really does taste better. And I think that's just because people actually put that that care and that energy into that, and it and it and it, and it shows. Yeah. It's interesting to like to see. Um, how you react to different things based on where they come from. Yeah. You know, like I've noticed in my life that like now that I'm older, grapes don't taste the same. And that's when I first noticed that everything that was on the market was seedless. I'm saying like, damn, like where is this coming from? You know, to me, every time I would eat one, this my particular taste, it would taste funky. You know, like it, it like it stinks. <laughs> it would stink versus fruit being sweet and attracting me to it. I need to eat it and consume it so I can spread this seed to another place. That is the cycle of life yeah. as things go. But I didn't have the same desire. Recently, I found a place now where I can get grapes that have seed in them. Like I remember eating growing yeah. up, man. The taste is so different. I remember one day at work, we were sitting there 
That's this lady, you know, everybody thought it was crazy or whatever. But I know she was very spiritually in tune, you know. Um, and she's thrown back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, 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 some of the things that she does. But I remember one day her coming in and just yelling out, don't eat no tomatoes. Like, just stop. And then this article came out. It talked about the bioengineering and the stuff that they do. <coughs> some of this food. Yeah. And there is a there is an enzyme in a tomato that does not become active until it enters the human body. Who wow. knows what that does? Yeah. Who knows? We don't. That's wild. You know, there's not there's not been enough testing, not enough information out there on it. You know, I mean, these are just small little things that just pop up here and there and go. And, you know, most people could care less. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody's guideline has told us that this is the best thing for you. This is amazing. This is healthy. This is blah, 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 blah you know. And, okay, so be it. Okay, so yeah. it is. Or maybe it isn't. Or maybe we need to be under more scrutiny about everything that we consume. That's not just food. You know, that's not just food. What vibrations are you putting into you? Remember, yeah. remember we looked at that stuff from the water. You know, are you drinking love water? You you drinking hate? You drinking? You crazy? You drinking? I have no idea what's going on. You drinking? Why are you like this? You drinking? What's meditation for? No, that's not it. No, I'm drinking balance, peace, harmony, strength, so, health, so healing. <coughs> Do you think these um, these fruits um, and vegetables, things that are being produced without seeds, it's almost like a consciousness thing when I when I think about it. It's like, okay, when it has seeds, it's ready to give. You know, it's it's like biologically ready to give. Yes. So it matures because it know it goes forever. Right. After that. Right. You know, when people, when people mature, they're ready to give their life to something. At, at that point, they're ready to give seed. Correct. Correct. They have a seed, and they can transplant that and make a little life. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, look at that in, in, in retrospect to uh, now where is it coming from? Yeah. If it's not coming from a seed, yeah. then what am I eating? And then, we th and then now let's look at the nature and state of our people, you know, and I ain't even talking about just us based on, or you, whoever's listening, based on your ethnicity. I'm talking about the people that's around you in the society with you, that's right there eating the same thing you eat, living in the same place you live in, the same city, breathing this air, around all this same stuff, and look at different parts of the city. <coughs> And what different parts of the city have access to yeah. certain types of fruits. They come from certain places, certain types of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's not even that. We got fruit in here. What do we have in here that's organic? Right. You know, when you look at the, the area like, you know, in Frankfurt, what kind of fruit do they have access to on Home Street? And look at what the neighborhood. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Nothing fresh, nothing with life, nothing with growth. So the whole area looks great. Yeah. Everything comes out of a can. Everything comes from the dark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas right up the street, 
You know, we just had a market close that provides that for that one neighborhood. Yeah. See how that's going to change. Yeah. Because all that's now transferred to the other side of town into a big old gray building that's still not to look like Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't watch this stuff. We don't take the little bitty things that can help us, you know. Um, go get some seeds. Get some dirt. Plant some herbs. Yeah. Grow your own sage, your own thyme, your own oregano. Go outside in your yard. Get some dandelion leaves and put them in some tea. They they pull out every known toxin, including the metals, out. Period. That's what they do. They told you it was a weed. No, it's the strongest thing moving. It's the first flower in the field. When the seasons change, it's the very first. It's the first thing to give bees life. You know? We follow the bee. It's industrious. It gives something perfect. Watch the whole story. Watch it. It'll tell it to you. It'll show it to you. <laughs> That's why a lot of people are, are encouraged to uh, shop at like the farmers market. Oh yeah, I love it down there. You know, you got one near you, find it. Walk through. I ain't even saying go. I ain't saying spend nothing yet. Go and see. Fill the people out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you only realize it. You know what I'm saying? Until after you eat that food for real. Yeah, I mean, fill them out. You know, go a couple times. If it don't feel right to you the first time, wait. You don't have to spend because you're there. Just because they open you are. You know, put your money where you, you see it. Case in point. You know, I'm from a different ethnicity. So sometimes people look at me funny. Sometimes people smile at the gate. You give me love at the gate, I, I show that back. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I choose to be, I choose to be the one to help the one that will stand off because maybe you don't know that I'm a, I'm a nice person. Maybe it's just soft talk people that look like me and not just judge. So when I bring people through, we fuck with all of us all of a sudden. Yeah, there you go. You have a good day. Guess what? We're going to buy some shit from you because your product is awesome, you know? Learned it from this lady um, that does green beans. She was very, very, very harsh, very standoffish. But she learned. Coming every week. Now we're getting several, several pounds. You did? Because they fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to snap all the time. Mm -hmm. And then where I'm at, from this one lady, bro, don't bring beans. It was always good. Knew she grew them. Knew she was putting love into them, you know? You know, she just had to open up a little bit. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was interesting because her attitude started changing, you know? And I noticed it, it was because of the kids. You know what I'm saying? Once the girl started talking to her, you know what I'm saying? She couldn't be mean there. And then all of a sudden, all the little kids would come up and they ask about all this stuff. And then she got mm -hmm. a smile. Now she's one of the happiest people down there. You know what I'm saying? And it just take a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's how we move the world. That's how we change it to be what we want and what we need. You know, we don't, it's not the, the, the crazy big stuff. It's the little stuff that you need at the time you need. Because it'll always pop off for you, bro. Always. Always. Oh, that's what spirit does. Yeah. You know, say Coon, the great mother, she always said that. Spirit always takes care of his children, man. That's the part we miss. 
I think it's about suffering. There's more than one Buddha. <coughs> Many paths to enlightenment. Yeah. You know? You're supposed to be a whole nother one. And you're trying to do what somebody else did. You can't even do that shit. Language warning. I'm going to say shit. Okay? But seriously, you can't you can't even do that. You got a whole nother path you're supposed to be killing it on. Yeah. Are you dare try to do what somebody else did, go to the mountain and sit down. You can't do that now, man. Can't, you ain't changing nothing sitting up in the mountain by yourself. You not. Right? Just yourself, you change yourself. Not really. All you do is run away from everything. Mm. You didn't change nothing. You just remove yourself from that. That doesn't change anything. Mm. But why she had to go and face himself? He had to prove himself to himself. That's why he took the journey after he got kicked out of his father's school. Mm. You know, it's to prove that. So he, he had to do that work. That's the proof of the Vulcan in the moment that he needed whatever he needed. It was a reproduce from a spirit that was willing to produce. Yeah. And the matter must do that. Because he hadn't done it before. So now you gotta make what you see inside manifest. And that's the beauty of it. So the further speak to your path, you know, and the and the static you receive from both sides of the equation about your your locks. Man, I personally said I didn't give a damn what anybody thought. And let it ride. And Facebook did the exact same queries. You know, are you choosing a hairstyle? Like, no, it's it's the principle. It's not my hair. Right. That is the reason that you have me here. You hire me. It's based on my work. This hair doesn't matter. Exactly. You know. Um, this is how my hair grows out of my head. I've proven it to you, but I haven't had been, I haven't had my hair twisted in almost five, five years since I grew them back. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is how it's been. This is how I look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, yesterday in conversation, we were talking about um, this subject exactly. It's just been coming up a lot. And it feels like um, I'm trying to spearhead it. So um, he brought up the fact of uh, degrees of separation. True. And he was all like, he was all like, you need to think about this as well as everything that you're thinking about it. There's a degree of separation, whether you know it or don't know it. If it's subliminal or not subliminal. And it's like, True. okay, you're black. That's a degree of separation. 
in America. Anything other than Caucasian is a degree of separation in America. True. You know, and then he was all like, okay, no matter what uh, uh, industry you go into, unless it's something toward your own culture, it's going to be a degree of separation. So mm-hmm. having rocks is another degree of separation. It's two, gr- two degrees mm. of separation we have. On top of being black. But you know, <clears throat> so be it. Because the others don't really matter. The one that really is the only obstacle, seriously, is the true being black. Because you have everything else that's necessary for competition, you still have to work at least twice as hard. Period. Regardless of everything else. Right. I personally watched it happen. So I'm an award winning bartender. I watched someone else win on beauty alone. I mean it happens like that sometimes, but yeah, not the competition, but the the real competition, the everyday dough, like they just coming in because you look like that and they you know, you lead, they lead. Okay, cool, whatever. We hustled you anyway. Yeah. That's what I, I peeped at. Yeah. You know, I got to eat off of that. But the real the real issue is, is that, man, that scenario even existed yeah. to even navigate through when it shouldn't matter. No. You know. But those are the things, you know. Those are the, 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 the true essences uh, of dreams that we all have not just Martin Luther so I feel like <clears throat> like I feel like there's a um, there's a hand of I want to say like institutionalization okay in that you were saying that, you know, we have to work 10 times harder, like, I feel like that's a fact. To, yeah. to, to even succeed, we have to exceed. excel. Yeah. To succeed, we have to exceed. Yes. Seeds. What seeds are we planting? You know, um, I had a conversation with this with another friend of mine about work ethic. And there are people that do just enough. I'm like, how, how is that a thing? I've never in my life been able to do just enough. Ever. But here we go. Ever. get by off looks. I don't have that. I know. <laughs> you know. It's it's what we chose, but it's like no. I feel like I feel like, you know, they have a certain look about them or whatever. That's anyone and, that and can succeed that's, off that. That's yes, that's anyone that can succeed off that. But that's becoming that's institutionalizing yourself. Well, not necessarily. I think that's capitalizing on yourself. Um, depending on how far you go to get whatever well, it is, why do you I think. have to look 
a certain way to capitalize off myself when it's in me, not on me. I'm just saying there are markets where that is something that you can use to gain. Woman in the bikini. You know, there's a whole ridiculous industry that will never die. I mean, anything can have That's a woman with a bikini on it. You can sell a fucking hat with a woman with a bikini. That's got nothing to do with her inside. But I know. I'm not going to tell her not to capitalize on that. But what I am going to say is don't forget the rest of you in that journey, please. No. Like, well, see, and that's that look shit. Like, you know, you know, <laughs> don't forget the rest of you in that journey. You know, just where we're any of us in any of these things because all this stuff fades away. Yeah. You know, black don't crack, but it eventually dies. Yeah. Like everything else yeah. on this, on this, you know, on this whole, <laughs> this hologram. This moment that doesn't exist because everything decays, nothing truly exists. Exactly. It's in the moment of now and not being. That's it. Everything is from now to not being. That's it. Everything. There's a moment it exists as it is, and the moment it does not. <laughs> just the fact of you speaking, <laughs> everything I just said is in the past. Gone. It was in the past when you said it. It was in the past when I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you brought it up, and then it went right back into the past again. You know, you know that's the that's the point. I'm gonna say this all the time. You're gonna hear me say this all the time. That's the one of the biggest things in this life. Reverend Phil uh, said it uh, said it best. You know, what gets your attention? The thing that gets your attention makes it precious, because our life. It's based on just these moments that we have this breath. Right. This true gift from the Creator. It's a blue, this is the nostrils, the mouth of God. No. <laughs> it's a moment of knowing, moment of being. What are you using it for? That's your, the thing. What are you, know, you using it for? You know, your vow to grow your hair out should have nothing to do that should impact your work ethic. You know. You know. It's different if the job you're applying for is dangerous. You can't have long hair on the property. And literally nobody does but you. Well, you gotta choose something else. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's how they go. But for for those individuals to continue to be allowed to do this, especially in this place called corporate America, especially with the numbers that corporate America does based upon our culture. And for them to not be able to accept this image as being professional, especially if it's if it's, it's not something that's uh, out here wild, stinking, unkept, and all over the place, there should be a standard that's acceptable and not argued about. And not pressure, not pressed upon anymore. This is hair that grows out of the head of a human being. It's ridiculous. You miss, you, <laughs> these companies are probably missing out on billions of dollars by alienating people based on hair. Hair alone. But get it. Yeah, it's part of the status quo. Exactly. And plus, there's a whole market 
that's against what they're against. So they have to, they're going to agree with it and run with it. Hell yeah, ban that shit. Discriminate against them. But now you see the, the states are uh, fighting back. California is the first state to ban the discrimination mm-hmm. in natural hair. Yeah, but you know, I got everything else out there. <laughs> you know. It's interesting. It's all part of the game with Hollywood. They have the image. They they get into the images of no. of, of America. No. What the standards should be. No. You govern yourself accordingly. No. See a nigga with locks in Hollywood, his shit up, super up. God damn, who does this shit? I'll never show a nigga with <coughs> ever. Disclaimer, we not niggas. <laughs> All day. All day. No. But it's that image, man. It's it's fearful. And I get it. It's very, very powerful. And it, it draws in everything in the room. You know, whether it's a black dude, a white dude. You lose your mind, you see an Asian woman with some light, like, what? You lose your mind. Your whole mind is gone. <laughs> Something you gotta even consider. Yeah. But that's one thing, you, you know, none of it's exclusive to any, any one culture. Everyone has a journey like that. And every, every time, everywhere, it's shown. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a book on the upstairs I read so many times <laughs> that it, it, it tripped me out. When I got the copy I got as a gift, I didn't even realize it wasn't in English because I knew all the stories because I had read them over and over and over again. It's called Dreads. It's an amazing coffee table book. It's pictures from so many cultures and so many stories about how um, people got their locks and what they went through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, I respect that. Like, uh, you know, some people hate on it. Uh, other people, like, how? How? How can you do that? Knowing the, the, the just, just in particular, you know, how do you hate on anyone out there ever knowing that every one of us has a different struggle we're already dealing with? You know? And, Especially if it's in the case where an individual didn't do something specifically to you, you know, how do you bring it in and of your spirit to just do anything to that person? Speak ill, think ill, be ill, act ill. That's the way of the world. That's ridiculous. It's perfect in nature. You know? Is it though? Is there any perfection in that, truly? I've seen this all of it being a waste because it all becomes part of your dharma. Whereas everyone everyone fears the karma. It's not the lesson, it's the way to it. <laughs> it's just the stuff that makes you realize what said lesson is. Mm-hmm.
I was sitting cell less than was zero for the track. I got two awesome theories. The egg theory, you know, that everyone you meet is yourself. You gotta yep. be careful how you treat yourself. Yep, how you treat you. Others is how you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. That's you. That's you. That's the only way you ever see yourself is through someone else's eyes. Mm -hmm. Everything in your world is already secondhand. Think about it. It's through all through your perception because it's suit. It's the body we live in. Alright? The other thing is that everybody is a character in their play that is your life. It's like you are a character in theirs. Yeah. You know? So many things play out for other people that we do not know. We do not get. We do not overstand. But we let them ride. <clears throat> so I say, like, to look at that as, like, you know, everybody is yourself is like just the basic understanding in it. They said, think like, uh, think like there's a satellite, and then you got cars. Like, there's one frequency a radio signal put out by the satellite and all the cars tap into it no matter if it's a jeep if it's uh uh well let's say vehicles if it's an airplane if it's a boat they're all different but they all tap into the same radio signal which is i guess the mother of it mm -hmm. you know everybody's a secret you know um and that's that's one of the basic things that that, that connects us all in this consciousness you know, we all have an ability to tap into that thing in order to be ourselves. You know, it's so similar, yet so different because the perception of everything is different. Like, you really can't say anything is like anything. You don't know that what you see is red looks like red to anybody else because that's red to you. That's through your eyes, through your brain, through the signals, the chemicals, the electro, whatever, all that, blah, 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 blah. blah. All that, whatever, all that's talking and going in with you, um, and that's how you see it. Yeah, you know, it's a very real thing. You know, I, I used to work with a guy who was colorblind, and I have another very good friend of mine who I see. I never knew why he, he never played Uno, and then one day uh, they told me it was because you know he's colorblind. Like what? You never noticed that all he wears. Black, gray, navy, yeah. you know, dark brown. Oh, wow. And everything just replayed black. Whole life. Everything. Like, wow, bro. Never even knew. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know. Your perception on the world means absolutely nothing to anyone else. Right. But you take your own truth and roll. You know. Yes, there are people who have gone away and, and have seen some of the things that we can choose, some of the roads, the way that we may go. But that is truly not necessarily the way that things may play out for us. You don't know what's going to come of it. No, you don't. Never. Nope. Nope. Let you take care of Delvado. <laughs>
Like them locks. You let it ride. I touch nothing dead. We'll leave all dead conversation. Maybe where it's at. If I speak ill towards you, on you, at you, about you, let, him, let it go. Let him have it. There ain't nothing else to talk about. You know? Bye. See you later. Adios. No, that's okay. No. We're speaking life over here. We got things to do. We got dreams. Excuse me, my vision is much bigger than your whole universe. But I see what I must do. And then let it happen. I don't have time to fail. Like you do. Maybe you do. That's the only sign I know. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be. You know? You know, <laughs> he's supposed to be that. Right. They, they speak of infinite lives in all the books. Even Christ said, you must be born again. You know, uh, proof is not there. Belief, faith is. I said proof is not there. Because to be straight up, if there was 100% concrete, Irreparable, like you there ain't no no question about it evident cash should be still on it as hard as they are on some of these other stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. that, that people say it's crazy and it's nuts and all that you know uh, i know for myself on my own spiritual journey i've seen things bro and like, yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> to be a witness you know what i'm saying that's the thing to really see it and touch it and and have that and motherfuckers be thinking like oh but that should be real that should be too real yeah. motherfuckers don't even get it no. excuse my language yeah, it's, it's the everyday stuff you know it's a simple communication that is to ants right here on the ground are going to continue to allow their species to go they just doing what they're supposed to be doing. They just following yeah. the chemical trail, going the same way, same direction, following the same thing. Just doing what they're supposed to be doing. Why? Because somebody went the way out and said, "There's something here we need to be looking at." And then um, that's what they did. That's why. That's mm -hmm. why that would explain a lot. You know, you can think of it like, yeah, ants follow a chemical trail, but you know what I'm saying? At the, at the, in the same sense, you know what I'm saying? We do too. Humans do too. Exactly. We got, we got those fried them fries up. Got that smell go. Drive through the pack. This, you can <laughs> extend this even into a bigger um, uh, spectrum of awareness because sometimes you just go places. Like, I wonder what's down this road. Magical shit happen every time though. Every time, come call you. It depends every on, time. You know what you what you following. You following that thing that's connected to that's hot wired into the all. You right. know what I'm saying? That's straight jacked in, and you communicating with that, and that's your compass. Yeah. You know, shit, where you do whatever, bro. You know, 
<coughs> I watched it seem to happen, man. You know, watched it seem it happen, okay? And I'm like, whoa, okay, all right. And again, and again, and again, over, 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 you know. I watched the, the learning about the transformation of true prayer. Yeah. Not begging. Not, I'm sorry, and please help me, because one more time, if you, no, bro, like, that ain't, that ain't how you, that ain't it. That ain't, that ain't what your relationship should be. That's a give and take. That's a, a eat and eating, predator prey, something being consumed. Yeah. Type thing. And that's not how you should be with your creator. That's not how you love. That's not how you love. The trick to think that, that the notion that the man's heart is through his stomach. No, nah, my heart is my heart. Stomach is my stomach. Yeah. You know. Got me deep in thought, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just hit it a little different. Yeah, for sure. Love and peace, y'all. We gonna chop it up. Let it ride. Peace. Slow. Oh. Oh. Someone does indeed increase him. Ten pairs of tortoises cannot oppose it. Supreme good fortune. The supreme good fortune of the sixth and the fifth place comes from its beginning or its being blessed from above. If he is enriched, ten pairs of tortoise shells cannot oppose it and supreme good fortune comes. The number ten is suggested by the nuclear trigram the tortoise belongs to the trigram Lee, which of course can be read into this hexagram only by straining the point considerably. A large tortoise used for fortune telling costs 20 cowrie shells. A double cowrie shell is called a pair. Accordingly, one explanation takes the line to mean a tortoise worth 10 pairs of cowrie shells. Another explanation reads it's referring to 10 pairs of tortoise shells, blessing from above it, suggesting by the strong top line covering the hexagram protectively. If one is increased without depriving others, there is no blame. Perseverance brings good fortune. It furthers one to undertake something. One obtains servants, but no longer has a separate home. Without decreasing, he is increased. That is, he attains his will in great measure. The top line is enriched by the sixth in the third place. It accepts this increase.
but in such a way that the other is not decreased by it. Therefore, the relationship here is the opposite of that represented by the nine in the second place, which increases other without de decreasing itself. Hence, the outlook is favorable throughout because harmony is maintained between those above and those below. Kin, the mountain, denotes a house. As the line changes the upper primary trigram, kin turns into the trigram kun, which knows no house, i.e. no mountain. The, its place being the southwest, hence there are loyal helpers, but not for promoting family interests.